Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, it's time for Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Once again, back here with Phil Putney to talk about climbing the financial or I guess retirement mountain. Retirement mountain. Yeah, is the conversation. You know, as soon as I said that, I started thinking about what was that game on prices, right? You remember where the little guy and he's oh, yeah, going out yeah. the little and he's got the little ski stuff? I don't think that was the Plinko one, I don't think, but I don't yeah, know I don't, what that one yeah, was. But all know. I can see now is that little guy going little, little guy going to little guy trucking up the hill. Yeah. but you know what? I mean you know, I heard advisors say things like, Phil, like, um, you know, the climbing of the mountain is is the easier part, right? And just like mm -hmm. Everest, the descension uh, is yes. usually where more people pass, like on Everest. Like the oh, statistics that people pass away on the way down. Uh, and uh, and so it's tougher in on the way back down from the mountain in retirement, which would be basically just making the money the, last and the preservation the distribution and, phase. Yeah, of it, yeah. The distribution yeah. phase. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of correlations. That's probably where this is coming from between yeah. you know kind of mountain climbing at a high level, you know, yeah. and yeah. planning for retirement. So yeah. yeah. Well, if you're ready for adventure, stay tuned. We're going to jump in here there and we go. talk about climbing a mountain a little bit. So we got to prepare for the climb. First yep. thing you would do. I don't, are you a hiker at all, Phil? I mean, mm -hmm. you go oh, camping yeah. and all oh, that yeah. stuff. So do you yep. guys go up any kind of, uh, you know, things? Yeah. I mean, we, it's been a few years. We, um, last big trip we took was, um, the Grand Canyon. So, uh, my son-in-law, Brandon, my son, uh, Jamie and I, uh, hiked down in. So this isn't up. This is, well, part of it's up on the way out, but right. down it's in, in reverse the there. But, yeah, yeah. You go down first and then up, but. Yeah, so we hiked um, down into the canyon along the Colorado River and then back out on the uh, the North Rim. So, yeah, it was a very, very cool adventure. So. Yeah, it's been a while since I've done it, but I got a friend who's always posting stuff. They do it on a regular basis. Uh, okay. And, and it, you know, you got to prepare a little bit, right? So just Absolutely. like for you don't you don't just throw a backpack on one day and say, hey, let's go. Uh, let's go. And you the can, canyon. <laughs> but just don't be surprised if you, you know, if you peter out, right? Think things don't work exactly like you plan. Not that yeah. they would anyways, but yeah. I mean, at least you've got an idea and a plan. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, funny Another financial advisor friend of mine did a sim uh, a simulated climb. They were doing a thing for charity, okay. Uh, and uh, I think it was out in Iowa or something. And so instead of actually climbing something like K two or whatever, and obviously the dangers that go with that, they yeah. were just going to walk um, the distances. And they were they were going to walk up a sm much much smaller elevation, elevation, uh, but sure. they were going to kind of like measure out and how how you know how far back they had to start. So you know they're they're you know walking the road and then eventually going up the hill. Blah blah blah. Anyway, to raise money for charity, all this kind of stuff. And so he, his plan was to be able to do the equivalent of something like K2. Uh, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I got, I think I got, by the time I was done, I was like, I can't go another step. They give you kind of this marker of how much you've walked, what mountain it might be in the world. And it was uh -huh. one in Australia. I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, he was like, it was like 14th on the list and he was trying to get to like number four. He's like, I got some more training to do. Right? Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, even for our hike and we did some training ahead of time as much as you can. Right. And you're still not prepared physically when you right. get out there. It's and just, that's it's, my segue. Way, right. way more intense than what you ever anticipate. Yep. And that's my segue to preparing for the retirement yeah. mountain, right? Yep. You got to get the right gear. You got to do some training. And, and, and that of course, in this context would be probably, you know, the vehicles that you have and how you're going to use them, things of that nature. Right. Or, and even just planning it out, what does it look like? You okay. know, if, I mean, back to our hike, when we did the grand Canyon, I mean, there's lots of different options with, with that. We had to, you actually have to apply for a permit. 
right? Mm-hmm. So there's we gave them three different routes that we wanted to, to do or were willing okay. to do. Right. And we didn't know which one we were going to get, right? So fortunate, sure. unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, we got the the one that was the third on the list that was the highest elevation, meaning it was a much tougher you know, oh, hike, but it was still awesome. It was a great trip. That's cool. That's cool. You know, but yeah, so you have to plan for it. what does that look like? You know, how yeah. many days you're going to be gone? What, what kind of food, water, what are you going to do with water? You know, I mean, that was one of the things when we did our hike is there is no water in the, the Grand Canyon. You get to what they call the Esplanade. It's a big flat area. Yeah. So we did, we hauled in some water and stashed it in, you know, certain locations out there. And that's like, you're gathering your gear. So those things would be, you pulled some of those items together for your hike. Those are these things like your savings account, your investments, uh, possibly real estate, things of that nature. Yeah. How much am I going to need? Where's it going to come from? You know, where am I going to live? Yeah. Relocation. I mean, all those different things that come in having a plan, right? It's it's not just a matter of, yeah, you know, I, I think I'm done. Yeah. You know, I mean, it can be, you know, to your point of hiking. Yeah, you can just go out and You do can just it. start going, but be careful, right? It's going to be a much different, probably a pretty rough ride yeah. um, versus or having walk. an actual plan and a strategy or a walk. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and starting to walk down that path anyways, and yeah. you're still going to run into obstacles. Well, but. so, okay, we need to understand the terrain then. All right. So yep. financial landscape is going to be the equivalent here. Um, yep. You know, when you retire, you want to be in a position to retire in any in, any economy because you don't really have a lot of control over it, right? Correct. Yeah, we don't know what that's going to be. So. But you also got to be smart enough to read the landscape a little bit and maybe have an advisor read the landscape because maybe it is worth the conversation to go, you know, we could make this work, but it may not be the worst idea to wait a little longer to pad a few more numbers or whatever that looks like. Right. I mean, the old adage, you know, plan for the best, prepare for the worst type of scenario. I mean, that's how we run the plans is let's plan as though everything works just smooth and, and easy. Then let's stress test it. What happens if, you know, we get into 2023 goes the way, you know, it. what happens if one of the spouses passes early? What happens if there's long term care? You know, so make sure that the plan works without those. But then what happens if one of these scenarios happen? How are we prepared for that? You know, so again, having that strategy laid out ahead of time so you can start walking down the plan and then preparing for the, you know, what if, what ifs that might come up. So the ascent obviously is the accumulation phase, right? So yep. if you're climbing a mountain, the ascent in the retirement version here is that this is where we are starting to, uh, this is where we're building our money. We're putting all the things together. Uh, hopefully you're also talking with an advisor a few years out from retirement so that you're yep. still in ascent mode, right? Yeah. And then, and that probably is the easier part of the plan, right? Cause it's a pretty straightforward process, you know, especially if you're working for a company, there's not as many options of where that money can go. You know, you're limited on what that looks like. You've probably got other expenses you're incurring too. Maybe you've got kids in college, you know, so what does that look like as part of that plan? But just don't lose sight of ultimately that end goal, right? With all of this is starting with the end in mind. Where do I want to go? Knowing that, what does this phase look like in my ascent? You know, maybe earlier, got kids in college. Yeah, I can't put away as much, but don't not contribute because you're never going to catch up later. Right. So just understand what that process looks like. Okay, well, if you're thinking about the little hiker guy on uh, mm-hmm. on yeah, Price is Right, Price is right. Or, or whatever we'll have to get him is. on the screen, right? Yeah, right. We should put a little hiker. Cam, put a little hiker guy on there, moving his way up. Uh, Cameron is our uh, editor, so hey, Cameron. Uh, so if you're working your way, you know, up a mountain, you typically mm-hmm. stop 
have camp setups, whatever the yep. case is, rest spots, whatever the case is. And so on your way to retirement, you're probably going to have some of these milestones that you're kind of checking off right as well. Yep. And that's where we get into these conversations about uh, debt or, you know, getting the house paid off, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So base camp and, and hiking, I mean, you, you get to a certain plateau and kind of adjust, see where you're at, you know, you plan on certain weather, what's the weather look like going forward from there? Can, you know, is this the right day to do it or not? Same thing in retirement planning. You know, you've laid out this whole plan. You need to have these milestones along the way that check in. How, are we on track? Do we need to adjust some things? You know, I think the house is From, probably a big one on this, Phil. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, because we get emails and stuff. The question is, hey, I've got enough money sitting here, you know, you know, and the mortgage is now in that like really manageable pay it off in one chunk kind of spot. Right. Is it the best move? We get that often, right? You know, yep. hey, I've got 75000 left on the mortgage and I've got, you know, these three different accounts. I could easily pay that off. What's the right move, right? Right. And that's kind of where that analysis comes back in because, okay, well, all right, yeah, technically you have it. So are you going after the emotional, oh, thank God, I'm just done with this feeling? And and right. does that outweigh the, the logic or the math that says, yeah, but your mortgage rate's only 3%. We can make more with that 75 grand, you know. Or you've got more flexibility too so I mean, there's yeah there's pros and cons to any decision it's it, and it's funny because i always say there there's two rules that, that govern right any decision there's the head rule that's all the math i can give you all that i can tell you what financially makes sense but then and it's important the, and, and it's important but then there's the tummy rule right that's the gut that's the you know and at the end of the day a lot of times that tummy rule governs and it's okay you know just know that the pros and the cons if financially it's not going to harm you, then yeah, go ahead and follow that because that's what you're comfortable with. And but, it may financially harm you, but if you've made that decision, you'd be prepared for it, right? Right, right. And that's that's really the, the whole goal in the financial planning process is knowing pros and cons and making informed decisions along the way. Yeah, you know, I know the just, risks, but I'm walking doing it. into this blindly. Right. Yep. Which is like climbing a mountain. I mean, I know the risk, right, but I'm doing thing. it anyway, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, so changing weather, you mentioned that, you know, right, a little bit. Yeah. So obviously, you know, if you see a storm rolling in, hopefully you're like, okay, we're going to base camp here for a little bit. We're not going to just going to stroll on up. But financially right. speaking, it's a little it's a little different if you think about it in some ways, because again, we talked about it earlier and often that you want to retire in any environment, but at the same time, you can kind of, kind of use that as the weather analogy, mm -hmm. right? The financial landscape. Um, Maybe you can't stop retirement from coming, right? Maybe there's some reasons right. that you're going to have to go ahead and move forward and you can't delay it another year. So then you're just going to have to kind of ride that storm out as best you can. But there's ways right. to strategize on how you're pulling money and times and all that kind of stuff, correct? Right. So maybe you have to adjust your plan a little bit according to what that market condition is at that point. You know, maybe you right. have to that first year not spent as much as you plan, you know, okay. maybe delay retirement, you know, if, if that's an option, if, if it's if, optional, if, if right, retirement's in your control. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think back to the COVID timeframe, I mean, it was sure. kind of one of those scenarios. We had many clients that were planning on retiring. A lot of them ultimately didn't just because, you know, at the end of the day that I can't do anything anyways. And right. they're allowing me to work from home. So, okay, I think I'll push this out a year or two. Um, and that's a good met, option met, that they could be allowed. Some weren't. Some right. just may not some have a job at all. Yeah. Right. Some some were let go during that process. I mean, it's yeah. you have to understand again what your options are. Make that informed decision based on what is happening in in the economy and the the market at that stage. So yeah. Okay. All right. So we're climbing the financial mountain. We get to the mountaintop. Yep. All right. We're finally at the summit. Yeah. We take in the beautiful views. We're ready to retire, basically. Right. Yep. It's like okay, now I'm ready to just kind of enjoy some things, but 
I know I got to walk myself back down this mountain as I'm aging. That's where the slippery slope comes in. That's where the that's where the fear comes in for most people too. I'm sure that I mean I've never climbed something like Everest, obviously, but I imagine it's also a little nerve wracking, you know, walking your working your way back down through all that terrain. But for retirement, it's the same kind of thing because then what kicks in is typically the did I make the right choices? Do I have the stuff in the right spot? And am right. I going to be okay to make it through? And even if you have all that laid out with a plan, it's still going to feel a certain it's, way, I think, because right. it's just human instinct to be a little scared, right? Yeah. I mean, that first entry into retirement for anyone is, is I don't want to say fearful or scary, but I mean, it's a change, right? Bottom line, it, it's a it'll change. make you kind of catch a breath a little, right? Yeah. You I know? mean, you're, you're used to going to work every day. You get a paycheck, the direct deposit comes in once a month or a quarter, or I mean, a, a week or whatever it is for you. Right. So you've had this regular money coming in, kind of you're in this routine. So now you're retired. It's like, oh, no more money coming in the bank. Well, well where does that come from? You know? And, and, and that's a big shift for a lot of people. It's like, well, I mean, I've got to start spending that money. Well, I, I'm not used to that. I've been saving, saving. I, you know, I'm not supposed to touch that money. Well, that's what you save for. But it really comes back to having a plan. You know, and it's funny because most people, when they think of retirement planning, the summit is the goal, right? There's the old advertisement. What's my number? I mean, the whole focus of that is how much do I need to retire? Well, that's great. You have to understand that side of it. That's the, the ascent climbing up planning for you're there. Well, that's great. Now, what do I do? How, how do I take the, the money that I've accumulated and make it work the rest of my life? You know, that's really, it's huge because now you get into taxes, you know, you get into strategies around that longevity. I mean, there's all these different things you have to plan out and understand how do I best maximize those, these assets, minimizing my taxes to make this work throughout my lifetime. Well, that's the big one right there is the longevity, right? So we'll talk mm -hmm. about that for a second. You know, it may take you a while to get back down the mountain, right? And so in this case, you, you know, hopefully you, it does, yeah, until you pass away, right? So, but you know, let's say you worked for 30 years and then you retired for 30 years, right? That's a long time to not have a paycheck coming in. And, and it, you know, of course, it's part of that planning process, but that is a real struggle for people to sometimes feel like, okay, I got to, let's just use a million dollars because it's arbitrary. Right. I got to a million dollars. Is it really going to last me 30 years? Because it sure doesn't right. seem like it, you know, it would have lasted it while I was working. So I get, right. the, I get the worry there, right? And that's where you need those reviews and those updates and those changes. But you also have to have, you know, you can't go into it and say, well, now that I'm here to the summit, I don't want to take any more chances, right? Come airlift me off this mountain, for example. I don't right, want to right. go back down, right? Um, because that's not going to happen. You need yeah, not to be exposed. At that point. You yeah. got to be exposed to risk on the way back down because you're going to have to make some of this money also make money over right. that time period. You've got to your point 20, 30 years in retirement. Yeah. And I mean that that's the to me in the retirement planning process one of the biggest mistakes I see is people underestimating that. Right. They're thinking, oh, there's no way I'm going to make it to, you know, age 80. You know, my my mom, my dad, oh, they only made it to 75. And, you know, I'm there's no way. What happens if, right? You know, I mean, you, you have to plan for what that might look like because you don't want to be. And I've got a funny little cartoon that I bring up in my uh, my seminars of pickles. And, it's you know, it's got Earl sitting on a park bench at age, you know, 87 contemplating. I don't know if I've got enough to live to that age, you know, or he's, I shouldn't say he's not 87. I think he's probably in his probably seventies at that point, but thinking, well, I, I'm supposed to be living to 87. I don't know if I've got enough. Right. So it's one of those things 
what does that look like for you? Understand longevity and make sure you're planning accordingly. So Yeah, we were, my mom and I were just, I was taking her back from a doctor's appointment the other day mm -hmm. and she just turned, you know, she turned 82 and uh, she was sitting there. She's like, do you think I'll make it to 90? And I was like, I don't know, probably, but the, at the rate you're going, you're doing pretty good. I would think that you probably could. How yeah. do you feel about it? Right. And she's like, I want to. And I said, well, of course you want to. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like so, the, yeah. and the age old question comes in is like, well, what's the quality? You know, as long as I can take care of myself for the most part. Right. right? You know, I need, you know, need some help here and there, but I want to be able to feed myself and, you know, mm -hmm. all those things where, you know, maybe different, uh, you need to be looking at some things like that with life insurance or various different things that you might need to help yep. you out in that area. And she's by herself. Right. So it's certainly sure. a big concern, but it, it's, it's interesting, you know, talking with somebody and I know you talk with folks all the time that truly are at that age where they kind of think, do I have, you know, a year left or two or five, or it's really, right. you know, we, we could all pass away at any time, you know, you're one right. car accident away from whatever. But I think there's something inherently interesting talking to folks who are truly like 80 plus that are, are that have these kind of existential moments wondering, I wonder if I will see, you know, a couple more years or whatever. Yeah. So I'm sure it's daunting. It is. And it, I mean, you bring up an interesting point because, I mean, that's oftentimes when we're going through this discussion of longevity, people think, well, I don't know if I wanted to live to, you know, 85 and what's the what's the quality of life then? But the reality is we don't really have a choice, right? I mean, it's sorry. It, it is what it is. And, and unfortunately, well, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess you have a choice to take care of yourself, care. right? To try to be, in, well, in, you know what I mean? Right. Like to try to make it as good as yeah, you can. You Illnesses and things yourself, are going to happen. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and to that point with her, I mean, she's, she's one of those that always thinks things, you know, well, I'm, I don't know. I got this, that, and the other, which I think is kind of, especially as you get older, I think everybody kind of like, oh, oh these yeah, aches and pains are, or maybe more than what they are. And I'm like, you're really doing pretty good for 82. For like your, you've got yeah, some for minor, age, you're doing great. Yeah. You've got some minor issues going on. You don't have any really major issues. So there's no reason you can't see 90. Right. Yeah. And she never thought she'd go that far, even though she has a couple of sisters that made it over 90, but a lot of them, you know, around, right around 82 where she's at now, which is probably what got her thinking about got it. Got her thinking about it. Sure. You know, and it's like, but from that money standpoint, that longevity standpoint, you know, you still got to plan for it because she yep. may make it to 95 and was never thinking that was on the radar. And I mean, this is where long-term care comes in. What happens if you make it to those ages and all of a sudden the, the quality of life isn't there. So you need additional care, right? So what does that look like? Because for, from a financial aspect, that's even more costly, you know? So what does that look like? What's my plan for that? Do, you know, do I have enough accumulated, you know, have I purchased a long-term care insurance? Again, one of those things, insurance, you never, buy it when the house is on fire, you've got a plan for that ahead of time. You know, what does that look like? Is that part of the plan? Is the plan that my kids are going to take care of me? Well, make sure you talk that over with them and they know that and they're okay with that. And it's all part of your plan. So just understand, have those hard discussions of longevity to say, hey, this is probabilities. What does it look like? How are we going to account for this in our plan? If it doesn't happen, awesome. You know, but at least you plan for it. And then you're revisiting that on a regular basis to, sure. to make sure. We and that's why time. I like to try to share so. some of those stories. And, and I know, you know, mm -hmm. you have the same conversations yep. with clients and family as well, because it's the reality. Right. Uh, and, and so in talking to your kids. Right. I mean, she's 82. I'm 52. Yep. It's important for her to talk to me about how she's thinking and feeling about things, especially if you are by yourself. Right. Especially if right. Uh, you've got elderly parents and maybe one of them has passed away and the other one is on their own kind of thing. Right. right? You know, you're there obviously helping uh, in, in 
as many places as you can, but ultimately they're still by themselves, right? Especially in, yeah. the, in the wee hours of things when their minds oh, are yeah. thinking about stuff. So, you know, have a family plan, have a discussion, especially, you know, we're into November, Phil, we're doing this, right? This time of the year, families are getting together more. Not always the most pleasant conversation, but certainly worthwhile to talk about the things that you need to do for, you know, climbing the mountain and coming back down the mountain right. uh, of retirement. So I think I mean, it's one of those it. it's one of those discussions. Again, it's not easy to have, but it's better to have it now. Yeah. Then something happens. And now at the last minute, you're trying to figure it out. Yeah, you're scrambling because yeah. because then you're not going to get the best result. Right. Everyone's going to be under or pressure make the best decision. Yeah. and maybe make the wrong decision because yeah. it's an emotional decision then of, oh, I've got to do whatever it is in the moment. Mm hmm. Have those discussions up front just to see, hey, what happens if? Is yeah. this an option? You know, yeah. if not, then what are some options? How does this look like for our scenario? And then start walking towards it and revisit it again. You know, sure. hey, are, we talked about that. Is this still good? You know, are we still on track with that? So, well, so we're recapping up with this. Our little guy is back down the, uh, yep, hopefully, he, hopefully our edit, video editor made him climb and then he's bringing his <laughs> way back down. Uh, retirement planning can be viewed as an expedition up the mountain if you'd like to. It's a fun analogy, but it does require that preparation, that endurance, uh, the ability to navigate different terrains. Obviously, those are the financial situations and the journey does not end. I think that's the key thing right. at the summit, right? Exactly. Uh, in a lot of cases, it's really just beginning because you still got a long way, hopefully a long way to go. And you got to work through all those things. So a good financial plan, uh, planner, strategy, plan, all that kind of stuff go into doing that. So if you need some help, reach out to Phil or a qualified financial professional like Phil. He is a CPA and a personal financial specialist. And you can call him at 248-888-7530. Numbers on the screen for those of you that are checking us out in video form, 248-888-7530 or you can just call it, or excuse me, you can just stop by the website, philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. That's the podcast website, but it does redirect you uh, if you'd like to back over to his main website to get in touch with him. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources there. Phil, my friend, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Welcome November, and yes. uh, I'll see you next week. Sounds good. All right. We'll catch you week. next time. That's right. You too. We'll catch you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Phil? investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.